Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to the last half hour of the program today. Today's issues on American Family Radio. Hey, should you like to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Uh, Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano and now Steve Jordahl. Good morning, Steve. Morning. How are you, sir? I'm well. I'm well today. Thank By you. the way, one of our uh, Facebook uh, folks uh-huh. says, lovely lavender spring yeah. shirt, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, it's been spring in, in Mississippi for like weeks. That's unusual. Hey, we're about we're about to switch over, are we? But apparently, oh, yeah. uh, my spring shirt doesn't mean anything to our our viewers. <laughs> I mean, this is spring. I got spring stuff on. It's you okay. Got, there was no comment uh, admiring your shirt. No, Laura was just today. she she had, uh, she must be a lavender. In. Thank you, Laura. Person. <laughs> All right, so go ahead, Steve. We're getting a little bit of Share unto us. I will. <laughs> We're getting a little bit of an insight, uh, according to the New York Times, about how Joe Biden rules, his demeanor uh, as he gets instructions, how he runs his White House. Uh, the New York Times did this often to President Trump. They you know, described him as erratic, as, you know, uh, unintelligent, all those things that they described President Trump. In. But listen to the way they describe Joe Biden in his White House um, meetings when he's got to decide something quick decision making is not mr biden's style his reputation as a plain speaking politician hides a more complicated truth before making up his mind the president demands hours of detail-laden debate from scores of policy experts taking everyone around him on what some in the west wing refer to as his socratic journey before arriving at a con uh, at a, co- a conclusion he often gets upset and uh, and uh, uses prof- laced with profanity, they say. Um, so <clears throat> what the New York Times is uh, is figuring out is that, well, here's what they say. This is actually not the New York Times. This is Don, Don Serber. Uh, relates that in 1988, Joe Biden suffered two brain, brain aneurysms. He's got it on... Uh, authority of someone else who knows people who has kind of second or third hand, but that those are permanently effective you affecting you. Um, this, who had Joe Biden had two aneurysms. That's what when? in 1988. Well, that, first, that really, I don't know why that's relevant though. Well, because, uh, because uh, this is a, a wise reader told Don Serber. Now, I don't know the medical terminology here, but just let me read read you what they said. A note on Joe, a person close to me had two brain aneurysm surgeries. They are in reality not the same mental person as they were before. His permanently altered analytic state is what made him truly attractive to the money men and the clinch deal. Not understanding leads to reliance on others who then do what they please. So basically, the powers that be in Washington have someone that they can... Kind of guide. Who wrote this article? Is from what? Don Serber, S U R B E R. He's a, a columnist. For what? Uh, he has his own column. I don't. Oh, know. okay. He, All right. It's a blog it's, that he does. Okay. So first, I want to thank Don. You said Serber. 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 
because he he has described my approach to mowing the grass. I need I too, like the president, need hours of deliberation, debate, debate and deliberation, and I will often, with my wife, take numerous things into account. Yeah. So, like the president, I hope it's not profanity laced. No, it's not not <laughs> profanity laced. Okay. Uh, but um, I, I I I can appreciate where the president's uh, coming from. Uh, let me just say this: I I, I I I think I've read something from this this Cerber guy uh, before, but <clears throat> I I don't. Is this person a, a, a psycho a psychologist? Cerber? No. Okay. He's a columnist. Yeah. I didn't like it when they did this to the president, right. to President Trump, when they said he's this, he's that. And you essentially had pundits, you know, giving their two cents about, uh, you know, his he's a narcissistic personality, he's borderline this. And I'm just saying, look, uh, you remember during the Trump administration, they actually had a couple of psychologists who said, I, I don't even have to uh, interview the president, I can tell you right now right. what's wrong with him. Right. I didn't like that when they did that. I certainly don't like when these people defend President Biden as if they have inside information or have any uh, academic credentials to do so. Well, the the article is hardly a defense. Right. Let me oh. just, just say this as an observation. Uh, I have no insider knowledge on this. Just observing the way that President Biden handles himself now and and uh, talks, and he's very deliberate and very slow. And the way he even walks, uh, although walking has little to do with your cognitive abilities, uh, he strikes me as a person that would fit what this gentleman here that Steve's quoting is describing, that is undecisive and has trouble processing all this information. Now, at one time, I'm saying Joe Biden would have been able to do that. Uh, I mean, he's. Yeah. If you've watched videos of him, like, for example, during the uh, the Supreme Court confirmation hearings of, who was it? Uh, um, Kavanaugh or. Gorsuch? Well, no, it was back in the. Back in, in the day. In the day. Clarence Thomas, Clarence all Thomas, those guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he was, was very sharp. He was yeah. sharp, eloquent, quick. Yeah. And, and you know, we're all. Losing our fastball yeah. at some level, I suppose. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's that that doesn't surprise me. If that's that's the reason Jen Psaki, his press secretary, says we don't want him answering questions from yeah. the press. Yeah, because um, well, she's saying because he can't. <laughs> that's that's she isn't saying she's saying that without saying that because he can't. Uh, and that's the reason the other day he goes. Uh, Hey, I'm not supposed to be answering questions from you people. I get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> this is the president of the free United States, the leader of the free world. Right, and he, he's saying uh, I'm being told what I what I can and can't do when it comes to the press. So uh, it doesn't. If that's his, if that's his staff's view of his capabilities in dealing with the White House staff, it doesn't, wouldn't surprise me if in meetings with his staff. He's slow and deliberative and can't make it or, or can't make his mind up. President Trump would interact with the media all the time at the rope lines. Oh, you know, constantly back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Jim Acosta, Jim Acosta made his name yeah. uh, from, from that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, but you know, the guys, what, 78, C 78, I think Joe Biden is 78. I don't see what the two aneurysms have to do with anything. They were so long ago and he's since you know, back when he was VP for Barack Obama, he 
he didn't show any signs of that affecting him that I was aware of publicly. So, all right, you're listening to today's issues. What are you looking up, Ed? Uh, he is 78. He turns 79 in November. November 20th. Do you think he'll make it uh, as president or stay on as president his whole term? I'm just asking for a, a guess here, obviously. <laughs> asking, asking for, for a friend. For a friend. <laughs> so, I think so he will. You, you, you I, I think at, he'll look make at it. The, uh, I'm going to ask, okay, you think he'll make it? I think he will. I'd say 60-40. I think he would. He, yeah. Steve? He's not in a good place right now. He's got uh, He's got crises piling up on him, and it looks a lot like he doesn't know what to do. And so um, – why, why do you say that? Because he's not doing anything. <laughs> uh, he's True. got the crisis at the border and, and denying it's a crisis and won't send his vice president down there. Mm. He's got the, the oil the, – crisis that we had last weekend and just kind of it just kind of they pile up on them all of these things the israel the israel conflict i i posit to you guys that were trump president right now hamas and israel would not be fighting you think hamas would not have launched they would not have launched these rockets i think um there was enough of a deterrent there a strong deterrent from the united states not that the united states would go in and and uh bomb you know, well, I, I, th- I, I think you're exactly right, and here's why. I, th- I think that groups like Hamas, maybe even Islamic Jihad, some of these others, they either believe that the Biden administration and the Democratic Party, who's now in charge, will would side with the Palestinians or themselves, or they wonder, mm-hmm. and they're trying to drive a wedge between pro-Israel Democrats and and pro-Palestinian Democrats, and that is actually succeeding somewhat. So they could they could just simply be thinking our time is now, yeah. and we think we might have someone on our side. I think Joe Biden reminds me of the amateur that thinks that he's a good baseball player and steps in against a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. It all looks easy when you're watching it on right. TV. I yeah. could do that. Yeah. And then when it comes at you, it's like, whoa. Yeah. I had no idea it was this much. I think a 90-mile-an-hour fastball is coming at Joe Biden, and he's just realizing – uh, this isn't what I thought it was. Yeah, I'm guessing. Mm, uh, I don't think he'll make it. You don't? Four years. Nope. Do you think that for health reasons, or do you think he'll step down for political reasons? Which is kind of what you were hinting that's at, a right, good, That's a good question, which one it will be. I just think that uh, he'll step down. If he does make it his whole term, that is the one term, I think he's a one-term guy, and he'll turn it over to whoever – uh, I don't. I don't even know if it'll be Kamala Harris. Well, he can't just turn it. He, well, that's true. He, I'm talking about he will endorse her as his heir apparent. Yeah, he could do uh, that. I guess I could say. But she finished dead last in the Democrat primary. Yes. Uh, she is not popular inside the Democrat par- party. Uh, Nor with the American people, by the way. And she doesn't stand for much of anything. And nobody even knows this with the border crisis, where we have there's we we. I don't know if people realize this because the mainstream media covers for the Biden administration. There are 25,000 children that we have how there were housing 25,000 that were housing in various places across the country. Uh, that the Biden remember when Biden said, y'all come, right? Mm-hmm. I want a, a surge. We, I want a surge and we want to get rid of everything Trump did to stop people from coming here illegally. Well, guess what? People listened, and yeah. now we have twenty. 
that doesn't include all the probably tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people, many of them, uh, gangs perhaps or drug cartel who are pouring over the border because our border control uh, folks are overwhelmed if you read about this. And 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 you read sheriffs down on the uh, uh, governors, uh, the Democrat senators from uh, U.S. senators, Democrats from Arizona are pleading with the Biden administration to do something to stop this because it's overwhelming their their states and their communities. And he, he didn't get he didn't even he didn't even know what's going on. If he does know what no, I take it back. He knows what's going on, but he wants it. And Harris, I don't know why. Biden said Harris is going to be in charge of, uh, you know, the the border right. situation and finding and stopping this. I don't know. Did he ever use the word stop? Because Harris doesn't believe in borders. Yeah. So if you're, we shouldn't be surprised that Biden and Harris aren't doing anything to stop illegal immigration, which they're saying we could have a million people yeah. come in this year illegally. Right. They don't care. They, because they don't believe in borders. Uh, so uh, I, I don't they I guess they have Biden has to sort of pretend that he cares about it, but if you're not even going to talk about it or discuss it, and if Jen Saki thinks a million people coming here illegally and housing right now 25,000 children is not a crisis, you know what I'm saying? He, so I, I, I go ahead. He continues to say the most outlandish, ridiculous, obviously, who does? Falsehoods. Joe Biden, when he says, oh, the search at the border is seasonal. It's always, it happens every year. Everybody knows that's not true. Everybody, there's, there are, anyway, the governor of Texas the other day, Abbott, said his, I guess it was his National Guard or whoever, what are a lot, one of his law enforcement agencies that are state controlled, found enough fentanyl being shipped in, smuggled into America. They busted a drug operation to kill all the people in New York City is what yeah. he said. I think he said. Did you see this? Yeah. I saw that. So drugs, uh, gang activity, cartel activity. It's he, almost he, like he, Mexico's he, not sending their best. Human, Yes. <laughs> human trafficking on a scale we've never yeah. seen before. And Biden and Harris don't care. Now, that is drag to the extent that people know about this across the country, it is dragging. They are faulting them. They're not faulting Trump. So Biden may be getting high marks on other issues that COVID response and things like that. But on the border uh, crisis, yeah. which they won't even admit is a crisis, he's getting failing grades. But again, uh, the the mainstream media in the country in the country don't want to talk about this issue because they know it hurts the Democrats, and the d mainstream media is the PR firm for the Democratic Party, and they're on a knife's edge. Uh, a lot of people are saying if uh, the Republicans can just get over this Liz Cheney thing, that they have a very good chance of. Taking well, I'm back over it. <laughs> Liz Cheney's not over it. That's the problem. <laughs> that, that's been her problem. She yeah. needed just to say her piece back in January. Move on. Yeah, but she she is uh, continuing on with uh, so she was removed from leadership yeah. last week in the Republican Party. I don't know how you could think you could continue in leadership if you're in disagreement with ninety percent of your own party. 
your own fellow right. Republicans. I bet, I'm wondering if, if she's thinking politically about this, she's thinking it ultimately will end up that Trump will be on the outside. She'll be the first person to call it. She's got a good seat in the next uh, version of the Republican Party without Trump. I don't know. I don't agree with her. I think Trump is here to stay. But hey, I got a question for you guys. Why are the, is the mask thing political? I, I don't understand why Democrats the and the left uh, are the all in favor mask. of masks. Mask, all in favor okay. of wearing masks and, and Republicans and the right. They want to get rid of them as soon as possible. Listen to this tweet. You remember David Hogg? David Hogg was the kid that was at the Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, shooting, Intellectual the giant. He was the uh, son of boss. No, was he the son of Boss Hogg? Boss Hogg. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know I that. I know. That's new to me. Uh, well, you got to read the right website. <laughs> Go to TMZ. Okay. You can find this out. Okay. Okay. Well, he tweeted out this. He says, I feel the need to continue wearing my mask outside, even though I'm fully vaccinated, because the inconvenience of having to wear a mask is more worth it to have people than to have people think I'm not a conservative. Who? This guy's a nothing... No, I, 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 I disagree. I think he's a towering intellect, <laughs> David, David Hogg. He's got no. This kid, this, this, this is a kid who's in above his, is fighting above his weight. Is that what they call it? Yeah. He, he's in the wrong weight class. He, <laughs> he was, he was thrust into the public eye because the news media loved. He was a high school student yeah. during the with Parkland Parkland yeah. Yeah, uh, shooting, and it was a terrible tragedy. But he became a media darling because he demanded it's kind of like Greta Thunberg on the climate issue. Yeah. 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 You know, you take someone who's typically so young that you wouldn't take that person seriously on any issue of substance, but because they're young and they're passionate and the media loves their message, they become famous and become important for that reason alone. So he's, he's, uh, in the wrong weight class. But why why the divide politically over the mask? Him him notwithstanding. Oh, I, I can now that I can answer. I'd like to hear. Okay, I think th- I think in my opinion. Uh and uh, I think the answer is that the progressive left, the Democratic Party in general, they love government. They believe in the state. They believe in the administrative state. They believe in experts. And they're going to do what they're told. And conservatives believe in individual freedom and in the ability to make decisions for themselves. And generally speaking, when they think it's time to stop wearing the masks because of what they've researched, they make that decision. So someone like David Hogg believes that if you're still wearing a mask, even when the CDC says you don't have to, you are showing your faith in the state. Virtue signaling. You're, you're, yeah. You're. This is, this is who I am because uh, I believe the experts. It is a foreign concept to me to think what that that think, would be Steve? the best. Well, I, I agree with Ed uh, to to a certain degree. I think these people are. Um, In what it, ways do you disagree? Who, what, who are these people? <laughs> um, I think uh, the left Democrats, David Hogg types that want to keep the mask going. I have a very close friend who uh, <clears throat> wears a mask. Constantly, and and even now that the that the CDC's is this come out vaccinated, I believe he has. I think okay. it's. I think for some people they've been wearing them so long it's a part of their body. <laughs> I, I think like, it's just like putting on socks in the morning. They put on their mask and they're going to keep on doing it for a long, long time because they feel naked without it. 
Do you, do you think it's uh, you think this is fear based for for a lot of people? Like this friend of yours, no, it's a person based who's on been science. vaccinated. You, you think this is just a person who's afraid? No. Of the virus? Huh. No, I don't. Okay. Um, I. <laughs> I, I, I have to think that it, it is it does have something to do with the mindset that you – you know how the Hillary Clinton had the – takes a village to raise a child? Yes. We're all part of this village. We have to do it for each other. Right. You know, I'm, I'm doing it to keep you safe. I'm showing my respect and my courtesy for you. But right. it is such a foreign concept to me to think that that's a better state than I have the decision to wear what my own body is doing. Explain unto me. Yes. Therefore, why – if somebody is vaccinated, why do they care if I'm vaccinated or not? Or if I wear a mask or not? If they are vaccinated, which means they can't get it and they can't give it. True? That's They're, they're inoculated. Yeah, there's a percentage, but that's Well, that's okay, 95, yeah, 97%. Yeah, that, I think that's fair. Okay. Why does that person care if I wear a mask or not, or if I'm vaccinated or not. Because, Tim, you don't care about the other neighbors who could get the virus. Like who? The other people who are not vaccinated. You mean the other people masks. who chose not to get vaccinated <laughs> yes, too? Exactly. Because they're adults. and You're they going have... to keep the virus alive. You know what? It's, it's The virus it's... is not staying alive. By the way, the, the, maybe these variants will pop up, but the COVID is. But, but that's not. Okay. I, I see what you're yeah, saying I, here, but that's not. If that's the standard, we're never going to stop wearing masks, and and we're not. This is we're, well, we're just, not. Just like Texas, I saw a headline here on Fox that said that two months after Texas said we're not, you know, we're we're, we're departing from all the regulations we the had. The Neanderthal. And decision. remember, remember, uh, President Biden said that's Neanderthal thinking. They, Texas has reported no COVID deaths this week. Yeah, this week. So right. So Biden needs to come back and say, you know what? When I call Mississippi and and Texans Neanderthals, I was boy, was I wrong? Boy, was I wrong? They they showed me, huh? Yeah. yeah. What was I? And a Princess Doom. Yes. Uh, at Ro- the CDC, Rochelle, who uh, said I, I I fear, I have a fear of impending doom. Uh, about six weeks ago, she needs to get up today at her press conference and say, boy, was I wrong about that right. one? Huh? Yeah. I don't know what I was scared about. I was freaking out at the time. I had a bad day. Right. Uh, I had a bad breakfast and I don't know what happened. Yeah, how to much me respect that day. someone like that. If they actually, but did I shouldn't that have, se- but I shouldn't yeah. have said impending doom. And yes. I apologize for it. And I'll be more careful with my words next time. Huh? That's that, what they should say. Yeah. Instead of they're saying kids need to wear, <laughs> wear a mask at summer camp. And when they're wrestling. Everything but eating and swimming. Yeah. Kids who aren't even affected by COVID. I know. And that's the CDC. This is supposed to be the gold standard. Right. Uh, that's why I don't you can't it's even. fool's gold. You can't yeah. even listen to these people anymore. Fool's they, gold. Wait till next week. They'll flip-flop on something else. Yeah. Fauci, your Dr. Fauci, and that's what Rand Paul just eviscerated him. Yeah. <laughs> again, the other, the other day, in my view, yeah. the other day. And, uh, you know. I started out having respect for for Dr. Fauci. I know a lot yes. of people didn't, but I did. I listened to him. He's, I mean, he's reached the top of his field. Yes. He is an expert in infectious diseases. And I listened to the CDC and others. And I'm not saying everything they say is politically driven or wrong. I'm just saying about 30% of it seems to be, and it discredits everything else that they try to say, in my opinion. 
uh, or at least almost everything that they try to say. When you're telling me children are going to go to summer camp and they have to wear a mask yeah. and social distance except for swimming and eating, yeah. then you're whacked out. Yes, you are. Okay. Can I get an amen, Steve? Amen. amen. All right. Don't be whacked out, people. See you tomorrow, everybody. <laughs>